Bad Breath Monkeys Notes and Blessings coming up on the broadcast. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters. Hanakawa and Katrina. Hi, Hanakawa. How are you? Oh, I'm just, I'm always saying dandy. I'm fantastic. Are you? No. Good. It's good to hear. No? No. no. You're being, okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's only Tuesday and I'm already like, oh, yeah. ready for this week to be done. But that's just yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Busy. Yeah, it's I guess. busy time, so. It's all just like running. Everything's running into each other days upon days, whatever. It is what it is, you know. (laughs) I did have both kids with me last weekend, which was nice. Yeah, did you do anything fun? We played Monopoly, and um, Baby Frauded thought he was going to be like, I have the strategy, I'm the best at math, I can do all of this stuff. And guess who ended up winning? That's right, that'd be me. Um, like we had a lot of co- real world experience. That's usually how it goes. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of wheeling and dealing, um, making all kinds of deals on trading, um, you know, properties for. Okay, you know, if you give me this, I won't make you pay rent when you land on this. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I don't know if it's sanctioned by the official monopoly rules, but um, it was fine, and nobody threw a um you know game board around the room no dice were flung like everybody came out of this with their hair intact it was all right so it worked out what about you um so game board games usually enrage me so we usually stick with video games Um, (laughs) the kid ate everything in the house so i mean that's Mm -hmm. typical weekend for me yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, like, no lie. This this kid eats everything. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It is literally <laughs> wait like till Wait till he's rationing. a teenager. I, you know, it, we laugh about it, but there is a savings. There is, a, like, a savings account that is, like, you know, Grayson's snacks when he's 15. Because <laughs> I might have to, yeah. you know. What do they call it? Refinancing your your home loan or whatever they do to uh right get get a get a equity yeah. loan just to pay for his food when he's a teenager yeah because fun uh, times with the baby frauded baby frauded was always a hungry kid and he's a hungry kid now and he's super skinny you know because he's got that you know teenage metabolism so but he eats right. all the food too yeah yeah, yeah. so um, yeah. Caught up on our shows. We watched Before the 90 Days on Sunday and Self-Quarantine on Monday. And we're going to talk about both of them. So what answer, who answered, what or who answers the door when Dave op- knocks on Lana's door? Right. Purportedly Lana's door. Purportedly allegedly Lana's, Lana's, Lana's door. door. Door number eight. So this is like where. What, what, door number what, eight. What game show is that where they get to pick the doors? Let's make a deal. Oh, that's yeah, it. that's the suitcases. So, yeah, it's like, what's in the suitcase? Um, yeah. An old man is behind the door. Yes. And so yes. Uh, this actually threw who's, me off. Who's who's conveniently already mic'd up 
and signed a release to be on. Of course, of course. Well, think about it. Convenient. Think about it. When they went into when they went into those apartment areas where supposedly she lives, it's like four o'clock, you know, end of the evening. And when they come out, like Mm -hmm. it is nighttime. So I'm assuming that. Mm They either had to get into the building because I'm pretty sure this place wasn't just open for anyone to walk into and Mm -hmm. then probably get this guy to agree to be on camera to answer the door and say Mm -hmm. he doesn't know Lana, which uh, (laughs) we kind of already had an idea that it wasn't going to be Lana. But, you know, of course it wasn't going to be Lana. Yeah. Well, I still stand by. I think that the this whole everything that's happening here in this section of Ukraine is uh, complete bullshit, and the producers are pulling it out of their boo holes because uh, that you know we, 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 what we've talked about before with like the candy store being an hour and a half away from the restaurant, which is right by her alleged house and stuff, and that doesn't make sense if it's a candy store she frequents and stuff. So the whole scene at the restaurant, I call bullshit on that. That was just a whole setup. Well, of course. And so I say the the proprietor of the restaurant is married to this guy. So this was like a married couple. And they said, OK, we'll pay you both. I need one of you here and one of you here <laughs> to play these roles. That's my my analysis. That would it. be really interesting. That would be really interesting. Um, something I do not have proof of this at this point, but this is my suspicion. That's your suspicions. Um Something that I thought about, too, and I hope I didn't just lose it by thinking about it. Oh, if this is all bullshit, right? So here's here's a scenario that Lana doesn't know that all this is happening. So mm-hmm. can you imagine if or when or maybe they find her and talk to her? If most of this is made up, even she doesn't know she stood this guy up. <laughs> but, okay... Do you think she's aware that Dave was coming? She had to have been aware that Dave was coming. I feel like she was aware Dave was coming. There may have been some reason why she decided not to meet him. Maybe it was because mm-hmm. he wanted to meet her with a crew of people filming them. I don't know. Like, Well, she is incredibly shy. She's incredibly shy, according to people that know her. Like, I, I say that with their quotes because... They say they know her from a long time ago, and she is incredibly shy. I'm like, sure, but she's also on a website that is looking for people that, like, you know, you're going to have to... Find me an American husband. You're probably going to have to meet this person at some point. So, But usually when you do get to meet them, you aren't bringing an entire uh, production crew with you to do so. So... You know, maybe it was a mix of cold feet slash, you know, I, I guess I don't feel like she's a catfish. I think we've had too many catfish for this to be one of them, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We end Dave's scene with him actually leaving. So he's on a plane headed back to Vegas. Um, uh-huh. So that's kind of our cut point of, yeah, he doesn't meet Lana on this trip. Um, but with I'm a having more- I'm having fl- flashbacks to Caesar Maria. So Caesar goes home, and then on the show we see an interview with Maria and her friends. Like that's what I'm I'm feeling, right? Which which could be true. Like it, that would be kind of crappy if production was able to find her and like sent him home. But we don't know what the oh. schedule. 
you know what oh, I mean? They're like, yeah. we're able to find her, but let's let let's let Dave think that he can't. Let's let him get back on the plane. Let's let him go back to Vegas. We see the previews for the next episode, and it looks like he's going to hire a private investigator. Um, that's probably Either something I would have for real or for pretend. <laughs> hopefully for real, but we know that you know there's all kinds of fabricated scenes. But he's with uh, the wife of his friend who's making this call mm-hmm. to the private investigator. So maybe the story is going to be more of we got the private investigator. We found out where she where she really lives, and she agreed to actually meet with us. Then cut to production doing some little skit with her. Yeah. And then maybe some kind of uh, reuniting scene where they actually get to meet and touch each other for real. But um, (laughs) I feel like that's my hopes. I feel like if they did find her, it was after he went home and they didn't like intentionally send him home because they would have wanted that for the show. You would have thought if if they found her while he was still in country, like they would have wanted to have filmed that. Yeah. I don't know what these producers think. I honestly, I honestly think like some of these, some of these segments are producers who are doing like their, you know, thesis and film or something like that. And they're just doing this, (laughs) this quick thing. And then they're done. Like how many, how many of these, uh, shows carry the same producers on TLC? It doesn't seem like many. No, no, no. And this, the producers would be. Uh, under Sharp's control because right. Sharp is the production team, right? So, so all any producers that they have that they send to other countries, or if they contract it out, like in the case of Paul Creaney, they f- have local Brazilian film crews for them. But a lot of the other ones, they send their American film crews over. And right. I don't know what what differentiates it. Why they for some they do local and some they don't. Uh, I'm not. I don't know what the criteria is if it has to do with, you know, I think filming, it would probably, visas and all that. Yeah, it would have to do with maybe familiarity with the area. Like Ukraine, I could see maybe wanting a local production, um, especially mm. local people to know where to go. But, I mean, other places where it's easy to get around, it's more touristy. Who knows? I don't know. But Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um uh, maybe I should ask one of my contacts and see, see if they can give me that. I've never really talked about, like, asked them that question before. But right. We'll see. No. <laughs> I say go for it. Um. So yeah, that's all we have for Dave and Lana. Um, they they kind of teased us with the preview episode, so many people are still confused about this. But TLC puts out the first hour of the two hour episode (laughs) during the week. And this time they put the preview out as usual, but they left out that first 10 minute segment with Dave opening the door. So when I saw it on Sunday, it was like, what am I watching? And did I miss the first hour? Because you thought you'd already watched the first hour, but. And they added this one along with an extra hour. This uh, Sunday night composed of three hours. But the one never one ending. of those hours were commercials. No yeah, lie. The never I clocked ending it. episode. They're commercials. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> they gave they gave the sponsors more airtime. Maybe that's what they owed them. But um, Maybe. Yeah, that's all for them. So that takes us over to Nigeria. And 
you know, that was a really terrible transition. Sorry. <laughs> so Lisa and Usman are in Nigeria. And I don't remember what else happened with them except for that mommy finally gave the blessing. Well, so... They, oh, yeah, they talked. They talked about, oh, yeah, power they structure. Talk, they, talk, they talked a little bit. So, you know, it's another scene. Like, they like to start Usman and Lisa's scenes with them, like, waking up in the morning and getting ready to go somewhere. <laughs> and so this is like, you know, uh, someone had said it, and I forgot where, but Lisa sounds like a like a mafia person. Like, we need to get this. We need to get this now. Like, this morning, mm-hmm. right now. And it's like, okay. Yeah. We get the urgency. Um, so they make their special trip to go see, um, as everyone cringes, mommy, and try mm-hmm. one more time to get her blessing. And she thinks for all about maybe 30 seconds, maybe 15 mm-hmm. seconds, and then she gives their blessing. I mean, he kind of, you know, shoots the case out of, I'm going to have better opportunities, jobs are going to be better. I'm like, did, did mommy really need to think about this? Like, yeah, no, they did had she to draw really need to think it. about it. I don't think she did. I kind of feel like no. she gave her blessing right away and they needed drama. They needed something. Right. Besides because their own conflict, the conflict he, between Lisa and Usman themselves. They have to have this whole like, I need the blessing or whatever. Because I'm like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was a big point for Angela's story, but Angela fucking got that shit with like flying colors. Like, she didn't even have to right. really work <laughs> yeah, at it. She She's just, right? She's like, she was, I'm she gonna. She was dancing with the family and everything. <laughs> God, you know, you, you get this far in, in Lisa and Usman's story and you're like, I actually think I liked Angela and Michael's story a little bit better. Like it was a little, it was more uplifting. Like they're both like controlling women, but like Angela did it a little more, I'm going to say it. She is the classiest, trashiest bitch you'll ever meet. She She wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. wrong. (laughs) And so like we turned on, now we have Lisa and Usman and it just, smells so fake like even Usman's like I'll do anything to get to America like he, he it's it came out of his lips on the show and I'm like uh-huh well he, and, I'm and not, that's not the first time that's been said he's he's, he's being transparent though he's being completely mm-hmm. transparent and I don't blame him for that but you know the whole we need mommy's blessing and then after they get her blessing what were they eating because I wanted it it was like mango or some kind of delicious oh yeah yellow the fruit. fruit yeah yeah that looked really she good of course I was starving yeah. at the time <laughs> <I'm> like, mm, <laughs> yeah I'll the take market where they get the the, the fruit yeah super fresh and he's like now that we have approval and now that we're gonna get married he's like trying to change the dynamic and remind mm-hmm. her that in his culture that man. she is that she is immersing herself into he is the um, you know, alpha. he's the, the alpha in the, the end, you know, so mm-hmm. that didn't go over too well with her. So we have this happy scene and it ends with her walking away, giving him the finger. Which, okay. So he tells her that he needs to be in charge and she needs to not be controlling. And she's like, no, I'm in charge. And you telling me that you're going to be in charge is disrespectful. So if it's disrespectful for him to say, I'm in charge, then it's just as disrespectful for her to say, no, I'm in charge. No? 
right? It's okay for, so in Lisa's eyes, it's okay for her to assert her personality and be the alpha. But if Usman tries to do it, it's disrespectful to her, which by the way, everything is disrespectful to Lisa in her eyes. (laughs) Right. Well, I think more, more of her focus was that she doesn't want to be told what to do ever. Like she's really, like you said, she's really good at, you know, dishing out orders. But when it turns around and someone's telling her to Mm -hmm. do something, that's where it doesn't jive with her. So you would think that she'd kind of know this already, right? Like she you seems can't, like that's not fair. <laughs> she seems to be really uh, sort of in touch with the culture and respecting to like you. You never saw her complaining about wearing um, a piece over her hair or dress. a shawl or a scarf. Yeah, you never saw her. And she like, kept her mouth shut. She didn't talk. She respected like- the brother. And then this is like the little last piece that he's like, I have to assert my fucking dominance or like, you know, not going to say I'm going to be laughed at, Mm -hmm. but he's like, everybody's like, your wife cannot be running all over you. Like, you're not a true, as he says, Hausa, their culture, culture. that doesn't fly. So, um, so now we have the the tension of, is there going to be a wedding now? Because now it's kind of like. There's always something to piss well, piss her off right before the wedding, right? Right, but we know that she, they do get married because we've seen the video and the pictures we, that came out long before the season even aired. Right, we so we, we know, know they're happens. getting married, but they have to add a little a little drama to the people that don't know that, right? Right, correct. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, yeah. So, but we know, I mean, I just, we know they get married. Yeah, we know. And she yes. doesn't stop being controlling. I don't think. I don't think. No, because um, she's still like she's still like that. She's she's still a hot. And he's pepper not getting to America. Media. Ooh, I don't know. God. And, and yeah, with all the stuff that's he's happening, he's not coming to America. Yeah, with all the stuff that's happening. Well, don't see that happening with the ban, the other ban. Yeah, you know. the travel ban. Yeah, but we'll see. Yep. Maybe maybe uh, it can be the other way opportunity for Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) She can start a hotel business there and show them what a five star hotel looks like. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The the baby girl Lisa in the baby girl in. Baby girl hotel. (laughs) I'm feeling it. I think that's a great opportunity for her. Take her TLC money and build a hotel in Nigeria and just go. Go build it. Live off of it. She and Angela, she and Angela could run it. I don't know if Angela wants anything they, to do with their her. Their men are different. Yeah. <laughs> and their men are in different parts of Nigeria. Total different so. culture. Yeah. They'd be like, nah, no. Nah. They're different, like opposite ends almost even, right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Nigeria is, Nigeria is big and people don't know it. It's filled with states. So like. Right. It's uh-huh. not just the same flat piece of land. <laughs> not everybody knows each other there just because it's Nigeria. <laughs> right. Speaking of flat pieces of land, can we go to Connecticut? Is that flat? Oh, yeah. That's pretty flat, right? Yeah. I've been I think there so. once. And it's small. And I didn't see any mountains. Yeah. Which is odd for an Arizona yeah, person because so. mountains are everywhere. <laughs> we go over to the, the East Coast. We're like, what the hell are we? Where are your mountains at? They're like, what, so, what are mountains? Darcy and Stacy's house, which appears to me to be an Airbnb. You think so? There's nothing personal. Well, there was no personal effects there. It's Darcy. No, like, All personal her personal pictures. effects are on her face. 
The pictures of her kids. Nothing. No. Her girls. No. We need to compare the inside of that house to the TikTok videos that Darcy's always posting with her daughters and uh, see if we can make a comparison. Is that really Darcy's house? It's well, you know, who knows? Everything about like, I don't know. Darcy screams like high end, but even like her Louis Vuitton bag is it, everything's fake. It's fake. Which is like, no, I, I'm not knocking any. If you want, you know, you get yourself your fake Louis Vuitton, your fake, you know, Christian Louis Vuitton shoes, red bottoms. Like, hey, I'm all for it, you guys. Like, go for it. Um, but, yeah, Darcy and her always try to give this air of um, elegance and glamour and doesn't quite get there. Just, like, fall, doesn't just fall a little bit short, but falls a lot short. Speaking of, maybe we could get to this in the social media roundup, but the pictures that Darcy and Stacey are posting right now, all the terrible Photoshop pictures. Oh, my God. I, okay. Right. Let's, so. Do you want to get talk about it now? Yeah, why not? Because it, okay. it fits in. But, like, I think they're trolling us. I don't think that I they're think so serious too. about this. Like. I think so, too, because like they've been so doing this for a little bit. Bad. OK, so for those of you guys who are not on the, the gram, as um, as gram. Yolanda calls it, Darcy and Stacy have been posting these pictures of themselves with like their faces badly photoshopped onto the bodies of these other easily findable. <laughs> that's not a word. Easily easily seen like you you can find these other pictures of other models um actresses uh not i wouldn't say necessarily like famous model pictures but you can find without a lot of hard work right right the originals so back when like when tom was posting all these fake pictures on instagram these pictures were real pictures that just weren't his he stole them from other people's instagram it's almost like that but they're photoshopping themselves onto these pictures Right. And it's really, really obvious that they're photoshopping themselves onto this. So the first one came out and everyone was like, oh, Darcy, that's just really bad. But then there was another one that came out, those Darcy and Stacey. And I'm like, OK, they're just trolling us now. And now and then there was another one that comes out. They, they keep putting these things out and it's clear that they're fake. And some of them, I wouldn't call them iconic pictures, but some of them are relatively well-known pictures. And she's photoshopping her head into them. So my theory is that they're completely punking us on this and they're just trying to drum up conversation about them and they're going to get ready to launch their spinoff series. Yeah, which is just really weird. And if their spinoff is about Photoshop pictures, I mean, I guess I'm not catching like what they're really trying to do with them besides... I think just drum up fun or uh, attention. Probably. I mean, they don't need to drum up attention. Like everyone is looking <laughs> at them. They have the people's attention. Like you don't need to generate more. We're, we're good. We got, we see you. <laughs> we see you, Darcy. We see you, Stacy. We got it. Stop Photoshopping. Like they were Photoshopping their own photos at first. And now it's like, now it's kind of absurd, but, um, my boyfriend gets a kick out of him. He loves, he hate, well, love hates the badly photoshopped shit. So. Right. Um, right. I just let him see he's it. And he's a like, what? Guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, they're not even trying. They're trolling. They're not trying. So. Absolutely. Yeah. 
so crazy. So anyway, so that's what's happening with Darcy and Stacy. So going back to their house, I really feel like we need to compare the TikToks that Darcy's been posting with her daughters, see if we can compare it to the insides we see on this episode, because I am not convinced that's actually their, the house that they live in. Probably not, but I mean, for... So, and maybe for just recording purposes, that's what they chose. Because, I mean, I probably wouldn't want to put my real TV on the show anyways, because we know what kind of followers 90 Day Fiance has. Um, but aside from that, uh, I feel like all this was filmed on the same day. By what... Uh, by what Darcy is wearing still when Tom goes to see her. Did you notice? Oh, that like they, they both drove to Connecticut the same day? Yeah, like she the, leaves. Which is the next day after their coffee. Yeah, but she's wearing like the same outfit or get me. And maybe she's wearing a similar outfit. Maybe all the outfits look the same, but it, yeah, looks, like she's, it looks like she's wearing the same outfit that she met, that she left the hotel in, that she went to go that, meet. That tank top that, that she's wearing. That tank top with the high-waisted green pants that she's And her like, nipples coming out of the tank top that they I, had to blur. I know, but that gives us, that gives us confirmation that she has nipples. Remember, there's a rumor that she didn't have any. <laughs> they had to blur something out, so they are there. They, she has them. There's, there's areola there. Yeah, debate closed. <laughs> Think about her body parts. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But, yeah, so it looks like she's wearing the same outfit that she left the hotel with, that she met Stacy with, and then she's at home unpacking, and all this time, like, Tom takes what an Uber. I know it's probably the production car, but he takes like the all the way. Yeah. To, what? Why? And then it's just it's so well. Bad. New York City, New York City borders. I mean, it borders uh, Connecticut. So I, I know they're all friends over there. You can drive from like Jersey to New York to DC in one day. Right. But it's just that's still a lot of money, right? Like. Oh yeah, for sure. Take a car to sure. deliver a letter. He could have mailed that shit. It's a two-hour drive. It's a two-hour drive from Middlebury, Connecticut to New York. I guess that's not terrible. I I drive that every day. Okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) Whatever. Anyways, yeah. It's It's such a scene to, like, they're really trying to just keep their story going. And it's not even a before the 90 days story. Like, it's just... no. Darcy and Tom inserted in random places to take up space. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how people are feeling uh, at Tom bringing this letter to Darcy. Like, like we have split, right? We have team Tom, team Darcy and Mm -hmm. team Tom is like. People are still, people are still mad at Tom for his comment about her weight. And I don't know. Some of them, some people have gotten over that. Some people have not. Uh, some people, you know, just said, okay, well chalk it up to, you know, either bad editing or, I mean, the words came out of his mouth regardless of how it was edited. Right. So I I understand that maybe it wasn't in the original context. It might have been it, you know, there could, there's a lot of things that, that, that could, I won't say excuse what he said, but would make what he said make more sense. But in any case, the words did still come out of his mouth. And a lot of people haven't forgiven him for that. So a lot of people are Team Darcy just 
because they can't be Team Tom right now, <laughs> right? That sounds very political, but yes, I see what you mean. <laughs> but a lot uh, of people aren't Team Darcy either because they think she's just a hot mess and just throws herself at men that aren't right for her and that she did the same thing with Tom. So I'm on you know, team. You Can that- we just move the fuck on? Because like <laughs> the story is done. Like uh, it's going to keep going though. So he gives her a letter mm-hmm. that she, Oh wait, that she doesn't accept. So he ends up sticking it in the car window and leaving. And right. Uh-huh. Um, he says some interesting things as he leaves, kind of like she's going to wake up, you know, 50 something and realize. and realize she's all alone. And I was like, dang, he is like, I don't want to say he, he is not bipolar, but his his emotions are bipolar. It's like, <laughs> I really love her. She needs to hear what I have to say. And then all of a sudden it's like, fuck that bitch. I'm out. I'm going to go post more memes about her on Instagram because fuck it. Um, yeah, it's first it's like I'm going to go apologize to her because the you know conversation didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And, well, fuck her. Sorry for calling you fat. Then he should have brought her sweets. He should have brought her food. <laughs> Here's to a add, box of chocolates. To add salt to the wound. Um, but you know, he leaves, he's gone. And then in dramatic fashion, Darcy and Stacy have to get rid of the letter and put it in recycling because it is tainted. And I Mm -hmm. think everyone's reaction in the house, she doesn't want the energy (laughs) in the house. And we're all just like, well, what did the letter say? Like Tom stayed up to read, to, to write this letter and you just recycled it. We know her ass is back out there putting all those pieces together while Stacy is sleeping. (laughs) To see what Tom said. She she is not the type of person that cannot read something like that. Like Yeah, she yeah, there's no way. No way. Head first in there, putting it back together. Um Mm -hmm. to see what it said. Right. And that's where we leave them. In in the in the trash. Everything's in the trash with them. Everything's in the trash, including their relationship, including Tom's reputation. Go back inside, (laughs) make some TikToks. But she'll find love someday because her heart, her heart is open. Her heart is open. She believes in love. Um, sure. Okay. We'll see. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're She's still going to have them on the next episodes because. What else? What else can we do with them? We've not filmed them anymore. One day story out. <laughs> I think, story we're, I think out. we're done. They didn't make it. And maybe, maybe what we're going to get is her, because um, I think rumors have come out that she is actually dating someone else, but those are always rumors because yeah, she takes a picture with a guy and then she's dating him. But a lot yeah, of the times I, I think it's for her to any- show off to Jesse and Tom that she has more man in her life. Yeah, I haven't seen any current pictures. There's been rumors about her with this. Um, Bulgarian yeah, massage that guy. therapist, mm-hmm. but that was that's the same guy from like pre Super Bowl meeting in oh. Miami. I don't know if that's still going on or if people are like just now seeing some of those pictures and and equating the two and saying oh they're together. And I don't I don't know because that guy lives and works in Washington D.C. Oh, so I don't know well. when she's dating someone. You know, her version of dating is talking to him on online for four years one thing <laughs> right with, with one thing with darcy is it seems like long distance relationship works until she meets them 
after mm-hmm. she meets them, it almost seems like there's an expectation for them to like physically appear all the time. <laughs> Whereas like long distance was fine, but like right, right before she met Tom, like she seemed to be fine with the long distance relationship or whatever they had. And as soon as she met him, it wasn't enough when she came back. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um Yeah. I think I'm done with them. You ready to move on? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think we should talk about Ed and Rosemary next. Oh, sure. Why not? (laughs) Ed, that piece of shit motherfucker. Dude. Why don't we start with him? We start with him giving Rosemary freaking toothpaste and a kid's toothbrush. Oh, my God. And him and the way he talks to her in that look on his face, like, don't be mad at me, but your breath really stinks. And 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 here I brought you a present. And it's like, uh, well, he's like, something... I really care about your health and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. OK, to some and point, bullshit, to some point, it's true. Bad teeth usually equals bad health. Bad but infections. That's, that's not what that is not why he's saying it to her. He's just using that as a cover up. At least you can tell the look on his face, the, you know, this looking down, but looking up when his eyebrows are up, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't hate me, but I'm going to give you this. I'm going to be passive aggressive here. He's more like, I don't like the kind of toothpaste you're using. So if you could use this scope with the extra mint birth crystals, because it just makes birth Uh. smell so good. I think he's just a guy that has to have like perfection around him. Like, Good smells, good coffee. You know, he's the guy with the cafe with the sunglasses with like, you know, the Yeah. The well the well mayoed hair. But one thing I noticed was that and I posted this, he's packing (laughs) all these things for Prince when he's about to leave. And one of the things he's packing is this toothpaste and this kid's toothbrush. Like he gives her a toothbrush meant for toddlers. If you look at that, it's, a, it's like a little Colgate kid's spin brush or whatever. He packed that so for Prince. We never see him give these gifts that he packed to Prince. Like, that may have been done off camera, but, like, he pretty much pushes that kid aside so he can go on his, you know, extravagant vacation with Rose. Mm-hmm. And give her the kid's and, toothbrush. Oh, like, at least give her an adult toothbrush. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm picking at that, but um, <laughs> it just annoyed me because like then she says, you know, it's because I have an ulcer. And then it seemed yeah. like his whole care for her health dropped because I would have been like, oh, my God, like usually get ulcers from what stress and maybe digestional issues. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like his care for her health. Yeah. And probably not very good medical care where she lives. Right. But none of that carried over, like, to his concern of, like, That's why it's all just a, it's just a ruse. It's just bullshit. Like, maybe medicine for you. What are you doing to get that help? Like, wow, your stomach is bleeding. That could be a lot worse than, you know, just bad breath (laughs) and putting on this teddy, which is also the name of Uh, my dog. How many, how uh, many people cringed at that? Like, I was like, say what? (laughs) What? Why did you have Gosh, to mention your dog when giving your so, girlfriend sexy lingerie? He's so gross. He is so, so gross. I can't handle it. Here's some toothpaste because I care about your health. She tells him her actual health condition. He doesn't actually care about that and gives her a teddy. Here. And she's like, what's that? 
Because you're a teddy. So, so this is um, kind of touching social media, but Rose, we talked about the last, this last time came on Instagram live, which was caught by a lot of people. Um, and was talking about how Ed has given her nothing but bra and panties. And like, you see this here, right? Like he's giving her mm-hmm. a bathing suit, underwear that if you zoom in, looks way too big for her and this teddy. And like, mm-hmm. Does he give her anything else that actually makes sense for her as a gift versus for for him? Yeah, because (laughs) the things he's giving her is like, oh, yeah, I want you to feel sexy, but I want you to feel sexy for me kind of thing. It's like he's dressing Mm -hmm. up a doll. um, Yes. If we go that far. And like I said on prior episodes, she's not your fucking blow up doll, (laughs) but that's how he treats her. And he has this sense of entitlement like, well, I'm paying for all of this. I'm paying to get you out of here. You're going to get engaged to me and come to the United States. Therefore, you owe me and I can do whatever I want with buying this person. Well, and he's allowed That's to how be he acts. skeptical of her. But uh, so like mm. they go on. I don't even know what to call this. They go on an excursion like he plans some fun outdoor things. But I don't think Ed's an mm. outdoors guy. Like, no. He's he's not. Why he's California outdoors, which is taking yes. a scooter to the cafe kind of outdoors. Um, but as soon as he's like in nature, he's like freaking out. And like, I'm pretty sure this was planted. The bag, the monkey like attacks and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. quickly makes him go, oh, my God, outdoors scary. Let's go back to the hotel <laughs> where it's safe. <laughs> it's outside i'm getting too much outside on me let's go have dinner so i can go insult you more was basically kind of it so like so this is where i gosh this is where i get annoyed at the dinner scene because i'm i'm the this is where you get annoyed this is just where it starts (laughs) This, this is where i get to my maximum annoyance with him because He's talking to her. He's being really sweet. He's saying how special everything is. And then he lays out a list of what, like, he expects out of the relationship. Now, we know his mm-hmm. history of him cheating on his, his ex-wife. We don't know the details of it. But he was the the person who was, uh, you know, adulterous in that situation. But he's laying Am out I this, correct? like, I want honesty. I want someone that loves me no matter what. Blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, okay, do you want that with me? And he's like, well, I'm not quite sure. And she's like, but why not? He goes, oh, dinner's here. Actually, can we eat before I, you know, (sighs) she has an ulcer. This is why, because she is stressing (laughs) out about shit because he's like, actually, can we just wait? Like, no, she was right. Tell me now. No, not after dinner. You don't say the, we need to talk in a text and then not fucking talk talk to me. We need to talk about about the fact that you want kids and I'm one of a sect me, which is oh, kind of a big deal. Should have talked about before she got invested and you got invested or whatever. And you came over there. I don't know. Go on. I don't know how real that is, because every time she talks about kids, it seems like it's a prompt like, oh, and two kids with you, Ed. Or and Mm -hmm. I want, you know, as Nicole says, the babies. Um, the babies, the babies, but the like, babies. this is another thing of why didn't they talk about this shit before getting too mm-hmm. far in a relationship? I think the topic of kids is usually talked about. I don't know before you consider yes. marriage. 
I'm assuming. I'm not sure how that goes because, you know. <laughs> it was talked about in my relationships before marriage. <laughs> I'll say that. Right. That uh, expectation was very clear before, you know, how do a life mate and I got serious. That, and why you know, is he waiting that- until now? Why is he waiting until now to get snipped? He had 28 years to consider, right? He said 28 years, no relationship. Allegedly. He, he had that to consider. Well, being in a relationship and having sex with random people, I guess there's a line there. But uh, I, I probably, probably would have got fixed a long sex. time ago. Like, why did he wait until he found someone new to decide to get a to get the procedure done? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. that just is weird. Like, I wouldn't wait until I found somebody. I would be like, I just can't have kids, so take me or leave me. Who knows? Yeah. Um, that should have been an early something he talked about. And he's sitting there talking about, well, I have to make sure she's in it for, for true love. And yet he's got all these conditions, this and that. No, well, she needs to take an STD test. Well, she needs to do this to prove her love. Oh, she needs to shave her legs. Oh, she needs to brush her teeth. Oh, she needs to do this. She needs to... To prove to me that she's in love with me. Oh, but, and I have, you know, I don't want any more kids and I haven't told her this yet. And I want this and this. Shut up, Ed. Just shut up. <laughs> oh. Or he or he oh. hasn't told her about how he feels towards her sister asking for money, which I don't oh, know why yeah. he's holding that over her head. Because I feel like if Rose wanted holding to over her head, money, that's a that's a great way to describe it. He's but holding he is these like, and she doesn't even know about it. He's just like, oh, he just has this like, this thought in the back of his mind, like she probably doesn't really love me because she asked me for money. I was like, you see her living conditions, you see your living conditions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's appropriate for her to ask for money, but he shouldn't be so like pearl clutching over it. Like, I know you God. sent the family a grill. Maybe they just wanted cash instead. I don't know. Like <laughs> they need to buy the shit. Maybe to they grill wanted to on. buy food. I know why they need food. I think they have many things to cook the food out there. They just need the fucking food. Like she can't eat all the chickens. <laughs> oh, I just I can't with him. I can't. <laughs> He's terrible. So another, you know, dinner scene that's ruined, but you know. I don't know. Ed seems to be really good indoors as opposed to outdoors. And indoors. <laughs> well, indoors. you know, he's never slept a night without air conditioning, except for that one at Rose's. I could I could believe so. that, especially where he's from. Yeah. Like I can say for sure, like I've had a couple nights without AC in Arizona, hundred and twenty degree weather, but that's just because it busted. It was quite miserable, <laughs> but you know, you you uh you really have an appreciation for advanced technology after things like that. But yeah, he's just, he's just, <laughs> he's just a little pampered and doesn't like to be outdoors, but you know, whatever. Yeah. He's just a, uh, he's just gross. Shut up, Ed. Shut up, Ed. Uh, um, and then I, in contrast to them, you have Stephanie and Erica who make, kissed and made up this episode. I know they were outdoors and they liked it. They went to the botanical garden, which although Stephanie's Stephanie was way, wearing, yeah, she was overdressed. Know, yeah, knowing that she was going to the botanical gardens, like she may not have thought they were, they were going to go for like a big hike or something, but 
still, you're going to a botanical gardens. You're probably going to walk around. Maybe those weren't the most appropriate shoes to wear. Well, we all know TLC probably dressed her for that reason. Like, yeah, that's true. They probably were like, yeah, we're high heels, Stephanie. Um, well, you see the look on Erica's <laughs> face when she starts walking towards her like this bitch should not come in high heels. She goes, want to walk? <laughs> Let's take a walk. <laughs> Let's take a walk. You can see Stephanie's face like a walk. Huh? OK. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> that's short lived. But, you know, I've already pissed Erica off enough. Let me not say no to this. <laughs> you better walk, girl. You, be, you better feel some pain to atone. Um, Mm -hmm. but they have a conversation that I think everyone was thinking about is why one, why didn't you talk about this stuff before you went to Australia? And Mm -hmm. Erica's saying that she knew about like all the stuff with her friends before she came out. And so that brings the point of you knew about this stuff, but now she's making a big deal about it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. is it because now it's real? Because when she was talking to her on the phone, was it just... Yeah, I'm talking to Erica without real intentions of ever meeting her. And now that you have met her, you're like, whoa, I actually have to consider all these things that she has done. All that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, you know, Erica's like, she feels frustrated because she feels like Stephanie should have had a conversation with her about this before she flew over. Register. You know, if she was uncomfortable with all of these things about her that she knew about, why didn't she say something? Because communication you, has been the downfall of their entire storyline. But do you think that's on Erica or Stephanie or does it matter? It's on both or of both? them. There is no fault. Okay. There is no fault in this. It's on both of them for not communicating more effectively. All right. All right. <laughs> I take no sides. I've been, I've, been accused, I've been accused of being too pro-Erica. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I like to read the situation. I mean, where we have the on-screen stuff with them, I don't think we don't really have insight on you know Mm-mm. what really happened between them. But from what you see on the show, yeah, it is a lot have. of it is a lot of communication issues. It's a lot of trust issues on Stephanie's part, and maybe a little bit of inconsideration from Erica's part. You know, both of those things. Mm-hmm. introducing a jealous person to someone you quote unquote had intimacy with whatever we consider intimacy nowadays. Um, you know, things like that, but there'd be no drama if they effectively communicated. Right. So that's yeah, why, that's just, why we're here. Yeah. That's <laughs> why we're having conflict. <laughs> and I feel like Stephanie, maybe, Maybe she didn't know she had a problem with it till, like you said, till she was confronted with it and became real. Exactly. Um, so the fun, the fun part is that after it's seeming, I, I, I'm believing that this is Stephanie's way of saying I'm sorry. She says she wants to restart. Erica accepts. Then they go to throw a damn boomerang. Well, because it's Australia, of course they have to. Oh, that was so funny though. Like <laughs> they got. I don't do even know if I could throw one of those stuff. things. Oh my god, it was hilarious. <laughs> but Erica is just having a blast, laughing at Stephanie trying to throw this fucking thing. <laughs> it was amusing. And, and I, maybe, I can't say I would do it, any better. I don't think I would either. Like frisbee, like that's for me enough. Like you know, strategy tossing of objects that I can yeah, do. That's difficult. But, yeah. <laughs> and even then I'm, I'm not doing too hot. So I give her props for trying. Um, 
I died laughing when Eric, when she called Erica her special friend. <laughs> yeah. At her parents. I was like, special friend. That's, that's a way to put it. All right. She's my very special that, friend. That just reads, it's my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Her special friend. Um, so I am, I am getting a text message right now from our, my good friend, Mary Payne Gilbert of Pain in the Pod and Pink Shade with Aaron Martin asking me what was the name of sweet blank from the Yolanda oh, we'll, Williams we'll, we'll get to, we'll segment. Get to sweet blank. <laughs> she says sweet tits, sweet ass, sweet bitch. <laughs> I'm guessing sweet pussy, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, did we want to speak about Yolanda? Sure. And her sweet pussy. Not hers. Yeah, I mean, hers. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Not okay. hers. Okay. But yeah. her text messages from sweet put. Oh, my God. So you so, think you think it's sweet pussy. I'm just trying to think of what would have to be blurred. Like sweet tits, sweet ass, sweet bitch, sweet. I don't know. Like I wasn't going to zoom in too close to try to make out blurred words. Because, like, we all know that this shit is fake. So, just, like, she comes saying that this person is, like, contacting, saying they know Williams. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, this person has to talk for Williams. Like, if you're texting, pick up the phone and call (laughs) sweet whatever the fuck her name is. And be like, where is Williams at? Like. What's I, happening? I like the, the yeah. story is just getting so unbelievable. It's been unbelievable, but it's yeah, to the point it's be- where it's like, really? it's getting worse. It's, and her kids try to tell her it's a scam and she doesn't believe that it's a scam. And then they talk about the reverse image search. Right. And which we don't even get the results of, do we? Like, I don't know, but this is our, this is our cliffhanger. They don't give us the results. Yeah. And we the, know what the results are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the, the word is like the, the pictures that we are shown of this McKelly guy, the pictures that we're shown aren't even the pictures that she actually received that are allegedly Williams. Right. Which is believable because they couldn't get the rights. I'm to the pretty sure. They, yeah, they couldn't get right to the actual pictures. So if they were just using some random dudes pictures, they so, can't just put that on TV. So, yeah. So so the the picture. So what we're told is Williams. Oh, this is who Yolanda thinks is Williams. That's not even accurate because she was actually shown in different pictures. But this was the closest TLC could find <laughs> and get. Right, right. Too. which happened to be another debacle with, you know, an Italian bodybuilder who thought his identity was being stolen, but feels better now knowing it's just a show. But like, yeah, it's still pretty creepy for him. But yeah, so <laughs> Yolanda has this conversation and it's so weird because she's like saying, I talked to Williams this morning and then she's like, oh, you talked to him. She goes, well, no, I didn't really talk to him. It's like, OK, well. <laughs> well, what did you do? Even the kids are perplexed. Like, why the fuck are you even bothering with this? Like, yeah, no one is this dumb. No yeah. one is this dumb. I and don't she's, buy she it. She's such a bad maybe, actor. She's so yeah, bad. She may be spacey, but the, the the she has to have more mental capacity than this. Like, yeah, like if she was really this as dumb as she's trying to pretend that she is, she would need to be in a home. Like. <laughs> and have someone tie her shoes for her because this 
yeah, and she's so bad at this. The acting, huh, well, I don't know. Maybe he was hacked. Maybe he was hacked. Oh, look, see, Sweet mm, is telling me he was hacked. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't sweet, with her. Sweet bleep. We're going to call her sweet, sweet bleep. Sweet bleep. <laughs> okay. Sweet bleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's as far as we get with Yolanda's story because they're giving us little pieces by pieces because I think they had to stretch out her non-story. Yeah. I don't think she's going to England. Like, Mm-mm. we have a couple episodes left. I doubt she's getting on a plane to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am interested to see what re- resolution we get what from non- this nonsense via the get. show. Yeah. Yeah, what we don't get. Because if this doesn't work out, like, we need to sign Yolanda up for Ash's uh, seminar. Which one? Is fake seminars or is real seminars? Why don't we get into that? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, I think we're done with Yolanda. <laughs> the seminar that we see uh, on the show that Ash is conducting, 100% fake. Okay, so let's just get that out there. Like our sources in production have confirmed, multiple sources have confirmed that that seminar was completely TLC setup. Um, one of the participants of the seminar came out and essentially said as much as well. Uh, and we so we've gotten multiple sources saying that this was a complete setup. So there we did some looking into it. Ash has done seminars. So he, this isn't like he hasn't done seminars before, but his seminars have been different. There haven't been many of them and they've been sort of different audiences and different topics. He does more like talks on um, podcasts and things like that. But right. And he's usually the he's usually co with somebody. It doesn't seem like he's ever running his own seminar. He doesn't have a seminar series like some people do. And he doesn't have one called Finding Mr. Right, which is the title of this one. So that was was so bad. I know. So the, the other thing people are talking about is the content of this seminar. And this, you know, men, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, you know, our brains are different and whatever. Right. And, and yes, I mean, obviously he said those things. Um, but what we, what we understand is from our sources is that this was actually, he spoke for over like two hours. And so the end result that we see is a lot of spliced together words and sentences that are spliced together to make it sound as sexist as possible. Now, he does have certain beliefs that are different than Avery's on, like, masculinity and femininity that, you know, Avery may not see eye to eye on, but that is, like, sort of different. Like, what we see is they spliced stuff together, things that he was saying, sentences that he was saying that make that are completely out of context, context and out of their original sentences spliced together to sound as sexist as they made him sound. Exactly. So one of the, in one of the talks, so it seems like, uh, cause people think like he's just stealing. Um, yeah. Because a lot of stealing material- content, but a lot of these materials are from really well-known, um, really well-known speakers that have gone and done 
these same type of talks. So I think one was really popular. I think TED Talks is where I first heard it, mm-hmm. where Ash is kind of feeding off of the, I forgot the guy's name, that talks about the nothing box that men have that women don't. Mm-hmm. If you were to splice that talk apart, like they probably did for Ash's seminar, it would come off as extremely sexist. Mm-hmm. When you listen to the entire thing, you go, okay, that makes sense. I see so what that was the kind point of like he's in, trying to make, the point he's making. Right. Yeah. The point is that in a short, too long, didn't read is women's, women, eh, women's minds, we think, not going to say a little bit more than men because it's generalizing, but mm-hmm. some men have the ability to do absolutely nothing in their head, with their <laughs> body, nothing. They're still alive. They can't do anything. <laughs> they just don't. And my boyfriend and I talk about it all the time because he says, yes, I have a nothing box. I'm like, how can you just sit and think about nothing? Like, Whereas I women's always, minds are always, always going on always something. thinking about something. And then there's personalities too. Like a whole lot feeds into, you know, it's not just women versus men. It's this personality versus this personality, this type of energy, blah, 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 blah. You can go all into it. Mm-hmm. But they really, they really did him a, a disservice by chopping it up because it just made him come off as a dick, <laughs> um, a sexist dick. And even the people in the audience it was like ten people. That was a really small seminar. Yeah, that well, probably, when TLC that was probably is just, casted for right, right, right. right. Like, when TLC is just pulling people off the street and throwing them in there, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because, okay, so that's another thing, too, is that when you have people come into a seminar like that, they have to be of the mind. Like, you can't just bring in random people and say, hey, do you want to watch this seminar about finding Mr. Right? Like, they found some of the um, hardest women to try and... Impress? To try and <laughs> to try and impress and convince. So, and one of the... Uh, one of the women that was in that was really popular, the, God, what was her name? Alex, I Alex, think they said her name was. Right, and she's the one who came out she, on, on Reddit saying... On Reddit oh, and Instagram, mm-hmm. kind of giving the hint of, you know. Um, she is actually a musician from a band called Purple Jesus. Mm-hmm, Purple so, Jesus. Purple Jesus, I'm like, I'm going to listen to that later. But yeah, the, the, everything about that was so fake, and it just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is like attacking Ash and, you know, I can see why you want to attack Ash and I'm not necessarily like defending Ash. Defending him. (laughs) Because, you know, the words do come out of his mouth, but when they are spliced the way that they are taken out of context and sort of re-jumbled up to make it sound the way that it did, it, it, and when they cut over, you know, 90% of what was said during that, you know, obviously you can't show a two hour seminar, but they, you know, splice it to give them the most, you know, sexist opportunities as possible. That's what, you know, um, it's what you get, right? (laughs) Uh, So it's, it's not uh, entirely just Ash being a dumb shit up there going, uh, uh, it was not a seminar that he had planned and advertised. It was TLC wants to see him at work and further this, uh, single women are trying to throw themselves at, at Ash and Avery doesn't like it. (laughs) Storyline. Right. But you know, 
that's just how it goes. That's so. how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. And that's what we're here for is to find this stuff out for you. But it's not, it's nice to know because I'm like, you know, you see all of his talks. Like, Ash has done some crazy Instagram videos. I think one was like, you know, uh, strengthening your hip flexors to be a stallion in bed. So, like, <laughs> he has some yeah. very interesting content. Yes. But uh, yes. he's never, like... You know, him coming off as not sure of himself was just kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a stretch. Yeah, yeah. He he talks, you can see on Instagram, he talks for a living. <laughs> he can pull shit out of his boo hole, no, no problem. So, yeah, this, this was designed to make him look incompetent and sexist. So, uh, possibly and more that's so. that's the tea. And that's the tea. And uh, that's the show. I think we covered everyone on the show. I think show. we did, everyone that's on the show. Self-quarantine show edition. Thoughts in general? Do you, are, you, are you still liking it? I am enjoying it because I like that they're bite-sized pieces of just catching up with some people. Uh, in, in one sense, it's like, oh, you can tell why they have producers because they need – some people need to be produced. Oh, <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Like this is – We don't like the overproduced stuff, but some people really need to be produced. And there's a reason there's producers on this show. Right. Like this is like reminding all fans what producers do. Right, so what we're watching is basically <laughs> all these old cast members going live on Instagram and just talking and rambling and going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like, okay, M- Matt and Ala, like who? who? Does anybody remember them <laughs> from their season? They're just as boring now as they I were then. I thought I was the only person that didn't, like, because I'm really bad at remembering the, the past, past cast. I like, think they were so many to remember. Four, they were relatively uninteresting. It was like their biggest things were like Matt had a kid or she had a kid from a previous relationship and Matt's brother didn't like Ala and thought she was just using her for, you know, using him for a green card, which. Hey, fraudcasters, everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly. And it holds all those bulges in every little, but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it. And it's super, super comfortable. And it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small up to 4x and if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu you know sort of typical trope Uh, but they were relatively uninteresting on their season which again i believe is season four 
and just as boring now. Right. He's living in a trailer because he is exposed to stuff, and he and she doesn't want him to bring any germs into the house, which is completely understandable. It did irritate me how irritated he got about it. Like, my wife doesn't think I should come into the house and expose them to germs. I'm like, I'm the same way. I don't want how do a life mate to go out to to the you know work to the go work at the studio and possibly con you know get in contact with stuff and bring it home to me because of my immunosuppression. So him being all and snitty about her not wanting him to bring the bugs in, like that that irritated me. But that's just because I have a personal connection to it, you know. Probably, but I think what they're trying to play on is they're trying to. I believe that these are real because the people are live streaming it, but I think they're kind of playing up some of these little mini stories to try Mm -hmm. and touch familiarity with the people who are watching. So, yeah, there's probably a pregnant woman who watches the show who doesn't want her husband to come home. And I think Mm -hmm. they're just trying to find um, connections so that people can, you know, personally connect with these 90 cast members or whatever. 90 cast members, yeah. Yeah, that are um, just going through the same thing that they are. So um, the only one that I don't know if people can really relate to is, uh, is it is it George? George. I was going to call him jail. Jorge because I yeah, know but a he Jorge. Called himself, but yeah. he called himself George. It, uh, okay, that, that's all I want to know is what does he call himself? Calls himself George. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in jail. He is in jail uh, really, really close to where I frequent a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I told I, you this a long time ago. We were talking about I know, Giza but and I, I was like, yeah, I, he's near you. <laughs> he's near me. And, um, yeah, I've been inside that jail a few times. So uh, that's do like I want to ask why? Not as a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's, it's interesting. I'm like, God, he got fucking caught in Arizona. Like it is hot. And yeah, they they don't do tent city. I don't think tent city is as intense as it used to be. It's under new, uh, management. Right. Once Joe RPO got removed. Right. But so an inside of like tent city is to like be able to watch television. Someone had to like ride the bike, ride a bike and the mm-hmm. television would work. I remember that. If you I, wanted I, a fan, you have to ride the bike to get the fan going. So I'm like, no wonder he lost weight. He wanted TV <laughs> and a fan. I'd be working my ass too. But I don't know if he was in the tent city or in a cell. Cause no, we've seen no, interviews. I don't, I, I don't think he was in tent city because we've seen interviews with him or the one interview he did where he talks about stuff in, in his cellmates and stuff. So I'm thinking he might be in one of the inside areas. It, right. But. Tent City is kind of for short term, I believe. It's like for people who are doing their weekend, you know, where you work yeah. during the week and you go to jail on the weekend and you like, I don't know, sit around versus in the tent Versus he's, he's in prison versus jail. Right. So they're different facilities. So... Yeah. But, you know, the things he's saying kind of like so um, I'll be quick for the sake of time, but just kind of the things he says, like jail is hard. It's like, check. Yeah, no it was shit. hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then he talks about like Anfisa not really supporting him. And and I, I feel like they were trying to make her look like a woman who abandoned her guy in jail. Mm-hmm. But is it her job to wait for him? Like, he got himself in jail. 
Well, I, I mean, some people don't would, know would how think, much you can blame her. The relationship wasn't great to begin with. Right. Some people would think, you know, depends on your position, right? Everyone's mileage may vary on this. Some people would be like, well, he's she's his wife. If she really loves him, she'll be his ride or die and she'll wait for him. Right. But then other people yeah. are going to be like, you know, she has every right to, you know, to peace out. Um if if she doesn't want to wait, you know, <laughs> well, she so. pretty much was like, you need to provide me with the things you said you could. And if you don't, I'm out and you can't provide those things in jail. Yeah. She needs nice things. Right. So mm-hmm. and we've posted pictures of her with her new boo and it appears right. that that's how he George found out. <laughs> <laughs> she but she looks good. Also. Like, she's working on herself. She's going to college. She's mm-hmm. gotten, like, a certificate in training. She's not just sitting around doing nothing. She's literally working her ass off or working her ass up. Wow, yeah, whatever, whatever you want. It. Yeah, no kidding, right? But Ugh. to make her look like she was just a cold-hearted bitch that, like, left him as soon as he got locked up, it's like, dude, some things are not meant to be, and some tests are what lets you realize that, like... You know, even mm-hmm. he said he needs to be a better person for himself. I'm like, work on you, George. Yeah, he didn't you seem to be. Good. He didn't seem to be um, like blaming Anfisa necessarily. No, so, it was just the the tone of it that was kind of like you know, she left me. She found someone new. I'm just rotting in jail here for 18 months. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's gonna be. He's due to get out uh, any day. Well, yeah, in the middle of this. So uh, I don't know when they filmed yeah. that, but he said like 26 days, and I don't know when that was filmed. They'll probably And they'll probably expedite it. And I, I, I would hope that he takes time for himself before jumping onto social media or doing any kind mm-hmm. of he started. Anything. He started going through like a friend on social to be on social media, like sending messages out. So... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to take any break because he's already, like, his friend is posting, hey, George here, you know. Well, he'll he'll probably be happy to get out. Like, he's going to have a phone. He'll be like, I'm doing everything right now. I don't care. <laughs> I've had a break. I've been in jail. Um, but the, me- the mental space, you know, I wish the best for him. Yeah, um, I do, too. He got he got put in jail for something I don't find to be super serious. Right, I agree. Um, he had a lot of it, but... Um, <laughs> Maybe a little less next time, George. Um, <laughs> don't cross state lines with it. How about that? Don't cross state lines with that shit. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I swear. I can't with people. Legal in California, but not in Arizona. So in, in the capacity you had it. So, you, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, anybody else from the uh, self-quarantine edition worth talking about? Um, there was, I mean... I think this episode was a little more light. I'm, I don't know how they're deciding like who's going to be on mm-hmm. for each episode. Cause it feels like there's just like a jumble of, uh, current, not current, but like more current past, whatever. So I, you know, I look forward to seeing the next episode Yeah, and we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Um, um. But that's all I have. I know we have some social media roundup we wanted to get into. Yeah. Social media roundup. Um, Ed is still going live with anyone under 18 he can find. (laughs) He's not finding them. They're finding him. So one. So here's like a a plus and a minus for getting attention from uh, PewDiePie. I'm going to call him PewDiePie. Which is a Um, YouTuber. 
he is the biggest YouTuber to be uh, exact. And he got he caught the attention of PewDiePie who made a video about him. And one thing to remember is that PewDiePie's audience is mostly teenagers because he does gaming stuff and really Uh. stupid, crazy stuff. So to get the attention of a guy who does YouTube videos for teenagers means you're probably going to all of a sudden have this gigantic flux of teenagers following you on Instagram. (laughs) And these and these people are trolls. So I feel like they are like just trying to bait Ed into letting them on. So they can be like, oh, look, I'm 16 on here. And it's just bad. Like Ed is like trying to say, like, for the love of God, please be over 18 or have your parent in the room. And I don't think we've seen this before. I don't think anyone of our cast past and present has had to put like a disclaimer, like 18 or over on their lives. (laughs) Because it it came off a little bit creepy where everyone that was getting on his lives were like, kids, it's just so bizarre. But, you know, the attention he's getting, he, you know, he exists in the Twitch community. He caught the attention of somebody who's big in the YouTube and Twitch community. Yeah. Like, it's bound to happen. And so, you know, his uptick went up. I think he's like at 200,000 followers on Instagram now. And he's verified. But most of those followers are probably under 18 and... Um, yeah, I wonder how he, long. That's why he's I, getting that. I wonder how long they'll they'll hang in there following him. Uh, you know, if I mean, they be. they will most most of the time. You you um, you get into it, and that's good. Uh, but then there was also Rose who came out and did a live herself, saying Ed was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I talked about I talked about that one. He didn't buy anything's full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know. The the, the crazy thing is, like, once she put it out, like, she was... She immediately wanted to take it down. I forgot where she immediately wanted to take it down, and it was like, it's all over the internet. Like, this is the one thing. Do not do lives. Do not post anything if you think you're going to regret it. Like, it... I think she just wanted to go out there and say, attention, everyone. It's a piece of shit. Peace. But... Mm -hmm. um, now that is immortalized everywhere because yeah. it is everywhere. Like she there's no that, taking yeah, it down that, from the internet. That he hasn't actually given her anything other than some, you know, brawn panties and her sister didn't really ask him for money. That was all full of lies and he's disrespecting her family and right. uh, just using them to get famous. He just wants to be famous and he's uh, a liar full of shit, essentially is what she said. <laughs> if you guys want to see the full one, Hannah Cobble, you have it on your page, right? Right. At uh, 90 Day Fiance Today on Instagram. Um, and the, the final thing we have is Stephanie is back on Instagram on a limited basis, so she says. So that's it for the social media roundup. What else we are watching? We talked about this a little bit on our last uh, episode, of, which is actually our bonus episode, with, which is a crossover with 90 Day Gays. Uh, we're watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, which is kind of like Love Island without the sex. Um, we're going to be covering it on our Patreon. If uh, you haven't already listened to our um, talking about it, the what we have talked about to the extent we have, uh, that's on our feed, which is part two of the crossover episode. Part one is on their feed. So that is our Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash the fraudcast. You can uh, find us there. We have a $3 level and a $2 or correction, $3 level and a $5 level. 
both get the same content at the $5 level though, you get a one-time uh, mailing of stickers, which I know I have some that I need to mail out and I will get those done this week. Um, Want to give a quick shout out to those $5 level members. Uh, we didn't get to it on our last episode, but I want to hit you guys up now. We have Sarah F., Sunny, Jane, Stephanie, Tricky Nikki, Andrew, Candace, Pat, Tracy, Shawnee, Sydney, Janice, Kara, Denoreth, Jenna, is it Jenna Say or is it Jenna? <laughs> oh, I see. Jenna Say Qua. <laughs> um, Catalina, Rochelle, or is it Rachel? <laughs> I'm sorry. Margaret, Kristen, Lindsay, Christy, Christina, Liz, Holly, Barbara, Robbie, Ashley, Dorothy, Ruth, Carrie, Melissa, Lisa, Kimberly K, Sarah M, Kelly Z, Brandy McDonald. Is it Brand? No, okay, sorry. Brandy Mac, <laughs> Ivy, uh, Andrea, uh, Beth. Oh, nope. That gets into the $3 level. Sorry, Beth. You get, a, you get an extra shout out. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys so much for being uh, Patreons. It is amazing that you guys want to pay uh, a little extra money to hear us talk a little extra more. I appreciate we appreciate that. Uh, you can find uh, Hanakawa at Ninety Day Fiance today. You can find me at Frauded by TLC. I do Frauded Night Lives on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, where we talk about the gossip of the week. I don't think I'm going to be doing one this week, unfortunately, just due to other stuff. But uh, you can find me there. You can find me on YouTube at Frauded by TLC on YouTube has all of the Frauded Night Lives and all of the episodes of the broadcast. So once again, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, your quarantine days to listen to us. And that's all we got for you. So we are the broadcast and we are dumpster diving. So you don't have to. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Dottie. Music written, produced and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra 
that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.